The Sikha is based on one of the rules in learning Rashi, that if Rashi skips and doesn't answer a question, it's because according to Rashi, the question does not exist. Either because there's another Rashi that explains it, or because this is not even a question in the first place. And based on this, we have to understand why Rashi does not answer the very, very basic and seemingly glaring question, why does Yasef not tell his father that he is alive? And this is especially important in the parsha of Miketz, when Yasef has already become a Mishnah Lamelech, a viceroy in Mitzrayim, and has the right to do whatever he wants, why does he not inform his father that he is alive? Now you may want to say, that Rashi tells us in Parashas Vayeshev that Yaakov had to mourn his son for 22 years as a consequence for the 22 years that he, Yaakov, was away from his father Yitzchak and did not fulfill the mitzvah of Kibbut Avaim. And therefore you might suggest that Yasef didn't tell his father that he was alive until 22 years pass. But you can't use this answer. Number one, how did Yosef know that Yaakov was going to receive such a punishment? Number two, he could have still told him he was alive and just not tell him where he was and remain separated for 22 years without Yaakov mourning his death. And number three, even if the punishment is decreed upon Yaakov, this does not give Yosef the right to enact this punishment. So, we're going to introduce another Rashi on this topic and going to ask some questions on that Rashi and hopefully that will lead us to the answer. Rashi says that the reason that Hashem did not reveal to Yaakov that Yosef is alive is because the Shvatim made a cherem, an excommunication, a ban, and they cursed anyone who would reveal to Yaakov that Yosef was alive. They, and they included Hashem in this ban, in this cherem. And Rashi continues, Yitzchak knew that Yosef was alive, but he said, how could I reveal it if Hashem does not want to reveal it? Now clearly, when they made this cherem, it didn't apply to the whole world, because that's why it says they had to include Hashem. That's why it says that Yitzchak didn't reveal because Hashem is not revealing. Yitzchak was not automatically included in the cherem. Because the cherem only applied to those people who were present at the time of the making of the cherem. And based on that, we have a number of questions. Number one, if Hashem was included in the cherem, why does Rashi say Hashem did not want to reveal to Yaakov that Yosef is alive? Number two, why does Yitzchak have to follow Hashem's, uh, uh, Hashem's actions here? Hashem was forced by the cherem. But Yitzchak was not part of the cherem; he wasn't there. So why can't Yitzchak reveal that Yaakov, the Yitzchak is alive? Number three, who needs a cherem in the first place? Why can't they just make an agreement? Why does it have to be a cherem? And number four, where do we find in Pshut Mikra that the cherem is released? Now with regards to the two questions about Hashem being part of the cherem, the Medjistan Chuma says, according to certain Mepharshim, that... The reason Hashem was part of the Chedim was because they needed a minion. Reuven wasn't there, and therefore they needed a tenth participant in the Chedim. So Hashem wasn't 
sworn by the Chedim, he was just present to, to, to be the tenth, and then he chose to join the Chedim. But this can't be understood in Rashi this way, because first of all, uh, it makes much more sense to say that Reuven was there, especially since otherwise, uh, uh, why does Rashi not explain why Reuven says, doesn't say anything? And number two, in Tzutish al-Mikra, at this point in time, or Rashi, there's no indication that you need ten for a Chedim. So clearly, according to Tzutish al-Mikra, there's no indication that Hashem only joined in to make a tenth for a minion, but did not, was not actually sworn by the Chedim. So we're back to our original question, if Hashem is sworn by the Chedim, why does Rashi say, And if, and if uh, uh, Hashem is sworn by the Chedim, how does that force Yitzchak to not say anything? Now, we have another question still, before we can get to the answer. How do the Shvatim know that Hashem joined the Chedim, that he agreed with them. Even a human being has to agree and say, I'm participating in a Chedim. How do the Shvatim know that Hashem agrees? Now the Mepharshay Rashi have three reasons that they give. There's three reasons mentioned that they give. Number one, they knew, in other words, they knew Hashem wants this Chedim because they, and they knew that, Yesav, that Yaakov could not find out that Yosef is alive. Number one, because they, they needed, Hashem needed the Brisbane Absarim to be fulfilled and Yaakov should go down into Mitzrayim. Number two, Yaakov had to be punished for 22 years. Number three, they, 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 Hashem did not want that Yaakov should curse his children and that would be the end of Yaakov's dynasty. But without getting into the difficulty of those three Pirushim, we have a much bigger question. These Three questions only answer why Yaakov couldn't know the whole story. But it doesn't answer why Yaakov couldn't know that Yosef was alive. Even if Yaakov knew that Yosef was alive, he just didn't know where Yosef was or how he got there. We could, he could have still ended up there uh, in order, in, because of the famine. And then the Brisbane Absalom would be fulfilled. It could have happened after 22 years and then he would have his punishment for not keeping Kibbutz of Aim. And he, could have, and, he, and he could have not known how he ended up there and not cursed his children. So these three answers don't explain to us why Hashem could not tell Yosef, Yaakov, that Yosef is alive without telling him the details. So therefore, we're back to our original question. How did the Shvatim know that Yaakov, that, that, that Hashem participated in the Chedim. Because of that, you're going to see in a moment that Hashem actually does not participate in the Chedim the way we thought He did. And this brings us to the answer, the explanation that's going to answer all the questions. And we'll understand this whole concept. But we have to still say one more question. And that question is, how is it possible that none of the Shvatim did Shuva? How is it possible that for 22 years none of the Shvatim had a feeling of tshuva and decided to confess to Yaakov and tell Yaakov that Yosef is alive and what happened? Especially since we find in this week's parsha they said, they did regret, they did feel guilty. And this is the key to the whole answer that is because this concern, because they were afraid that someone is going, someone or someone's, are going to change their mind and regret what they did. Therefore, they made a cheder. And they said that nobody is allowed to reveal unless everybody agrees that it's time to reveal. 
But then they were afraid on top of that, that one of them or some of them are going to force the others and say, we have to tell Yaakov. And they're going to have an impact on them. And what are they going to do then? And this is why they included Hashem in the Cherem, not to force him to not tell, but to put Hashem in charge and say that nobody, even groups of them, are not going to break the Cherem unless the Eibishter tells them that it's time to break the Cherem. So what does it mean that Eibishter was part of the Cherem? It means that once they decided that they will not break the Cherem until Hashem tells them that it's time, Hashem chose that He won't break the Cherem until they agree that it's time. Until everyone agrees, both Hashem and the Shvatim, that it's time to break the Cherem. Now we understand what Ashi is saying, that, that, that Yitzchak didn't do it, Yitzchak didn't want to reveal, because Hashem doesn't want to reveal. Hashem's not revealing was a choice. Hashem chose to participate in the Cherem. And therefore, Yitzchak also said, if Hashem is choosing not to tell, obviously there's a reason that he shouldn't be told. So how can I go and tell? This now answers our original question in the Sicha. Why does Yosef not tell? Yosef is just following the pattern. Yosef says, as a matter of fact, in the Sicha, he quotes, he quotes for Yosef the same words from Rashi about Yitzchak. How can I reveal if Hashem does not want it to be revealed. If we're waiting for Hashem to give us an indication that it's time to be revealed, and because of that, Yitzchak does not say anything, then how could I say anything? No. So how in the end, Taka, do, Ye, do, do Yosef, uh, do, do the Shvatim tell Yaakov that Yosef is alive? And how does Yosef send the messenger, send, send the messenger through the Shvatim that he's alive? This is understood from another Rashi. Rashi says, So Rashi says that Yaakov, the fact that it says, Yaakov saw, he saw that there's hope in Mitzrayim. He didn't know exactly what it, what, what it meant, but he knew there's something there. The Shvatim knew what it meant because they knew that Yasef was there. So as soon as they saw that Yaakov is having some sort of a nevuah, they said, oh, Hashem is revealing to us that it's time to find, Ye- to find, to find Yasef. And therefore the Bosik says, The brothers of Yasef went to find Yaakov at any cost. Because they knew that the time has come. And then when Yosef meets them, he wasn't sure. He knew they're coming to find him, but he wasn't sure that the time has come. Nor did he want to hurt the Shvatim by telling uh, them ahead of, ahead of, telling Yaakov ahead of them that he's alive. And therefore, he went to his brothers. He said, I am Yosef, your brother. Now you go back and tell our father that Eid Yosef Chai, that Yosef is still alive.